1: and help you grow your business in the best ways possible. It's why they say, at PennyMac, greatness lives here. PennyMac TPO is the division of PennyMac Loan Services, LLC, Equal Housing Lender. NMLS ID number 35953. Loans not available in New York. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Conditions and restrictions may apply. Conventional mortgage origination continues to tumble downward, so can the non-traditional non-QM loan be the savior for lenders? This is The Principal, and I'm Mike Savino, head of multimedia for the Mortgage News Network. Today, I'm joined by staff writer Doug Page. Doug, thanks for joining me. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate the opportunity to be on. And so, just to start this conversation off, are we seeing a lot of lenders going to the non-QM? Well, this is what's happening. It's it's if
0: For us, here right now, it's hard for us to say, but but people who are in the non-QM lending business are suggesting that they're seeing an uptick in their monthly numbers, uh, you know, all the time. And the result is the expectation is is that this version of lending should grow sizably this year. Now, how much will it grow? That remains very much in dispute. But the people who are in the lending business I've spoken to, I've interviewed, say they're they're really optimistic. Who are they targeting with these? Uh,
1: who, who exactly are the intended customers? So
0: the intended customer in this case tends to be someone who is a self-employed or who owns their own business, potentially is even a gig worker, okay? And because they don't provide or have the inability to provide a W-2 form for from their from their taxes in terms of which shows what they've earned, their, their financial situation is – how it is shown is very, very different. So they don't have a government entity like the IRS coming at to them and saying, "Oh well, you know, you earned this much money." They've got, to, they've got to show their income through bank statement loans, what they've been putting into the bank every month. Um, sometimes they might want to show some of their tax returns in terms of what they've been able to write off. And from there, non-QM lenders are able to assess exactly what their income is and what kind of loan that they can afford. Because remember, they're taking a 1099. They're not getting a W-2. So it's a very different situation for them when it comes to trying to prove their income and exactly what they can afford. They also are looking, non winners are also looking at trends, you know, too, as well. So is the income going up year over year? Uh, certainly in the last two years, they might have seen a drop off because of COVID-19, but then they might have seen a pickup in 2021, and they might see a pick up uh, this year in 2022. And demand for housing continues.
1: And what do we know about the size of that customer base? I mean, we hear about the great recession and we hear anecdotally about people using COVID-19 to maybe turn their passion into a career or, or find side hustles, as we see a lot of commercials for like Uber. So what do we know about this, this non-QM customer base?
0: That, that might have been, when I was writing the story, the hardest thing to determine, which is how many people out there are actually self-employed or who are gig workers. There are multiple different accounts or different ways that can be counted. The Bureau of Labor Statistics, for example, says that uh, earlier this year, they saw, or maybe it was late last year, they saw about a little over 9 million people uh, who were self-employed. Now that dropped apparently in February of this year by about 200,000. So it dropped to just just over 9 million people. We've seen other estimates, uh, for example, with other companies suggesting there are about 60 million gig workers out there in the country or sixty million people who have done gig work in the country too as well. So it's hard to say how many people there are out there. Certainly it's larger, it's larger than one million, it's larger than two million, it would seem. Is it as many as sixty million? I don't know. But that's the pool of people that non qm lenders are, are pulling for, or pulling from, I should say.
1: What do industry analysts and observers think about this? Do they do they share this outlook that this could be a thing that that'll really make up for the losses we're seeing in traditional mortgages?
0: You know, that's that's another great question, Mike. And and analysts are divided. Uh, we've seen some analysts say that no, they they think it's going to do quite well. Uh, that non-QM should increase substantially this year. We've got other analysts saying non-QM lending will be at best 5% of the total mortgage market and keep in mind the mortgage market this year or last year at least was at close to 4 trillion dollars the expectation this year is that it will drop substantially and come in you know right around uh 2.5 trillion dollars instead so it's it's really hard to say if if non-QM will hit 10% of that marketplace or or 5% of that marketplace i no one really knows. I mean, no one's got a crystal ball. We will have to be looking at results this time next year, if not earlier than this time next year, to really find out if non-QM uh, spending and lending has taken off the way people thought it would.
1: Of course, a lot of these lenders don't want to wait that long. They want to they want to champion this now. I mean, what are they saying to that criticism that, you know, maybe this isn't the the panacea?
0: Well, you know, when they when they think about analysts, and this was always an interesting part of the conversation that I was having with some people, and I'd say, you know, the analysts just don't believe you. And they came back with, well, the problem with the analysts is they've never been a loan officer and or they've never been a mortgage broker. So in other words, what they're saying there is that, you know, the analyst, no matter what the analyst provides, the analyst gets paid, you know, week in, week out, they take home a paycheck. The mortgage broker, the loan officer, has got a bit of a different a different set of circumstances. Uh, they're getting paid, in many cases, on a commission basis. So if you're if you're not guaranteed, you know, and commissions are not guaranteed, right? I mean, you either earn it, you don't earn it, you know. And if you're feeling that kind of pressure in your own wallet or your own pocketbook, well, you're going to work harder to find another, another means or another tool that can help you get paid. And in this case, non-QM uh, lending, uh, can be part of that mix. Will it be all of that mix for people? No, but it certainly can be part of that mix. What we don't know is how much of that mix will be. And and what works against a bit with non-QM lending is that mo- non-QM lending in terms of getting these loans, is it's, it's a lot of manual work. So unlike the typical refi, unlike the typical mortgage that you might sign up for a 30-year fix or even an adjustable rate mortgage, for example, where you can insert it into your computer and you can You can uh, uh, put in all the numbers. This one, the non-QM, what works against non-QM is that you really have to have the paperwork in front of you, and you really are doing a lot of
1: manual labor in this case. That's interesting, though, you know, they, they bring up, you don't you don't feel this pressure because it's one thing to point. Well, our numbers are, are going this way and we're confident looking at, you know, data and numbers that the trend is going one way. But, but what do they mean when they say that, you know, the pressure is they don't feel the pressure because, you know, a baseball player, for example, can feel the pressure of we're down a run. That doesn't mean they're going to hit a home run just because they want it more in that spot. So so what do they mean by that?
0: Well, what they mean by that is. That if you're not going to get the you know, the amount of commission money that you used to be getting or you, you were used to getting, uh, say, in a month's period or in six months period, for example, that you're feeling economic pressure at home. I mean, maybe you're married. Maybe you've got kids. Maybe you've got kids in college. Uh, you've got a summer vacation planned. Uh, you've got a, you might have a mortgage to pay, too, as well and uh, you've got obviously inflated gas prices, uh, for example, these days too, as well. Life's a little more difficult these days. So if you're not guaranteed an income, uh, you've got to work harder to make sure that you're actually getting paid month in, month out. And that's what they mean by that. They're, so what they're saying is that kind of pressure
1: that, that someone is going to feel is is big. So basically they're feeling the pressure. They'll do They'll. They'll drop a bunt to get on base. Because they'll do the extra paperwork that comes with non-QM. Exactly. That's exactly what they're suggesting. Doug, thanks so much for joining me. Thank you, Mike. And we'll have the rest of today's headlines right after this word. This podcast was brought to you by PennyMac TPO. Visit tpo.pennymac.com to learn more about becoming a partner and starting your journey to greatness. Here's the rest of your headlines for today, May 2nd. Home affordability continues to drop as prices go up faster than income. A new report from Black Knight says that the payment-to-income ratio has climbed all the way to 32.5%. Fannie Mae's guarantee book of business increased at an annualized rate of 9.7% in March. The last time Fannie Mae saw growth like this was August of 2021, when it posted similar monthly results. Fannie Mae is scheduled to give its full earnings report tomorrow. And finally, Matt Ishbia of United Wholesale Mortgage is once again taking shots at crosstown rival Rocket Mortgage. Rocket announced buyouts last week. Over the weekend, Ishbia called the move disgusting. In a back and forth that played out on LinkedIn, a Rocket VP defended the nation's top mortgage lender, saying that no company can match Rocket's history of philanthropy. This has been The Principal, a Mortgage News Network podcast. All episodes are produced by T.G. Kutemperor and Matthew Mullins. Mike Savino is head of multimedia and Christine Stewart is editorial director. The opening theme was Status by Jamie Bathgate and the music you hear now is Glossy by Skygaze. Subscribe to The Principal so you can get future episodes and rate and review so others can find it. This podcast is copyrighted by American Business Media. Thanks for listening.